Ladies and gentlemen, as the title suggests, we are uncertified financial planners. We are not professionals. I repeat, we are not professionals. Before you make any financial decisions, please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner. Welcome back. We are on episode seven. For all the listeners out there wondering, my name is Ethan Ungerbuehler. I have with me my co-host, who is... Yeah, Rudolph. And we are the Uncertified Financial Planners. Uh, this is the Uncertified Financial Planners podcast. Um, if you have listened before, thank you for joining again. Um, as you can tell, I sound like a grumpy old man who's been smoking uh, about a pack a day for 30 years. Maybe it doesn't come across that way, but I'm a little bit under the weather. It's always how it goes when it's the first week of school. You're getting in contact with all these germy, germy kids. And the boy's been hitting the gym. And I'm touching the weights that everybody else is. Come on, baby. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so today we are just going to be talking about budgeting and then credit, like how to build credit. Uh, that's very important. And that's something that's not talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Today's going to be a good podcast. We're kind of just going to be going by the wire you know what i mean we got no script we want this right we want this to be just natural um i think that those types of episodes are better than the ones that are fully scripted so yeah and we are both slammed with the new semester and uh busy so we're gonna be doing the research so you don't have to as we go (laughs) that is what we like to hear (laughs) We do the research so you don't have to. And just remember, get what you pay for with free advice. Let's go. That, that one hasn't been brought back in a minute. That's right. That's right. All right. Right before we get set up, I just want to go over what the S&P 500 looks like. So Friday, down about 3%. Probably the worst day of the year uh, that I can remember. Maybe there was something worse, but that, that one was definitely big. Um. We've dipped below 4,000 on the S&P 500. Year to date, we're down to right over 17%. And guess what the boys are not doing? Panicking. We feel fine because we're in it for the long haul. Um, And that's why we budget. So we budget to free up some some capital uh, Mm -hmm. or money. Uh, So there's times like these that there's a dip and you can buy. That's what we were doing during June. That's why we saw, uh, I mean, even though that the market's down about seven percent in the month of august ish um still i'm still feeling good i'm, I'm about 15 percent, 14 percent higher than i was at the bottom of june i'm feeling yeah. good and that's why i'm not panicking it happens we're actually only down four percent this month uh but it feels like it feels like seven percent for, for the sure it feels bigger when you're when you get seen in the game yeah and um, when you're down three percent which is basically what we're down in, in the month but in one day that's not nice so um but we kind of spared our conversation today um well we have a we have a schedule of things we want to talk through but um you know with the whole joe biden for getting steep loans 
the loans like that's that's very specific kind of debt that is a whole separate conversation um but debt comes from spending what you don't have and the best way to avoid debt is to know how much you can spend so that's kind of what we're going to go into with budgeting and credit because credit is probably one of the largest types of debt that most people face because yeah. not knowing what it is and not being informed and it sucks but it's so avoidable yeah exactly well you know the thing is is there's good credit and there's bad credit there's bad credit like credit card uh, wait sorry credit card debt is what mm-hmm. i've been trying to say so yes there's good debt bad debt good debt mortgage student loans that's something that is increasing your potential uh for growth and then obviously you need shelter um so those are things that it's okay to have a little mm-hmm. debt on because in the end, they're increasing your human capital, uh, or, or just, I guess, your knowledge, uh, which is good. And then, obviously, you have to be safe to actually contribute to the world. So, houses are good. But there's also bad credit, or bad debt, uh, which is like credit card debt and whatnot. Um, and you know, a big thing in our generation is gambling. Uh, that's the number one way to lose all your money. So, please I don't do that. DraftKings. <laughs> oh, brother you know i'm a shareholder i gotta i gotta generate money for the company i'm winning either way because if i lose all my money on a a five-way parlay or whatever it's called then i'm just boosting my stock you know i can't lose and this is why we budget because it's okay (laughs) to have fun money money that you spend on on entertainment and whatnot but as i always say Actually, Warren Buffett always says, do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. Uh, you have to first save before you go out and spend. Otherwise, you will always be in debt. Uh, you'll always be spending more than you take in. Um, and you'll always be the person in your friend group that says, oh, I can't go to cookout because I can't afford it. And then uh, you see them in the cookout line an hour later because they don't know how to budget. Well, and then you get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's not something that you should ever want to be. Yes. Unless you're trying to obviously, you know, be a better person, but, but like the gym. financially, yes, exactly. But like financially, you should never be comfortable being uncomfortable because yeah. uh, you don't want to be stuck in that cycle in the rat race, not able to retire till you're 75 or dead. Uh, yeah. You know, personally for me, I'd, I'd prefer to beat the uh, natural retirement age of 67. Yes, not 65, nice. not 65. It is now 67. That is not a good sign. You cannot rely on Social Security. It's actually scheduled to uh, run dry in 2035. And this is why you have to budget. And this is why you have to build credit. And this is why you have to save uh, because it's all very important. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody else is going to take care of it for you. Exactly. And this is why you should be happy living in a capitalist society. There is a person, he's an economist, his name was something Thatcher. I remember his first name, pretty pretty embarrassing. Yeah, but last name Thatcher, he said the problem with socialism is that sooner or later you run out of other people's money. So mm. that's why you should be happy being in a capitalist society because you earn everything on your own. What you are made of is you. That's something that you can take pride in. Um, mm. Kind of off topic, but yes, you know what oh, I mean? I just love America. As the shirt suggests, uh, obviously you probably can't see because this is audio, but 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful eagle with two American flags behind it. <laughs> Not one, but two. <laughs> we love America. Land of the free. Also, this is big. I'm like sweating my pants off right now. It is so hot in my room. Um, moving on. Burning calories. Passive, so, passive income of losing fat. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right, budgeting. Um, Let's do it. There's one fire quote. Is one of the is a shower thoughts I came up with, and I texted Ethan the other day, so I didn't forget it. Um, you don't shop when you're hungry. You don't text somebody when you're angry, and you don't spend when you don't have know how much money you have. So, the crux, if you will, the centerpiece, the pinnacle, the cornerstone of budgeting is knowing how much money you're allowed to spend. Boom, baby. Dropping knowledge. That's how it goes. You have to know what you can afford to spend mm-hmm. on anything. This is not where you're like, oh, you know, let me budget, you know, the money I, I take as income and not the money that I randomly receive. Because to me, if it's me, if I get a $300, you know, cash check, whatever, from my grandma or from whoever, Something I need to add to my income, no. or that's something that I need to budget or pay debt off with. That's not something that I should be like, oh, $300 I didn't expect. Let me go blow it on shoes or let me go blow it on yeah. whatever. You know, recently, a lot. I have done it before and I've gotten better at that, but yes. So recently, let's talk about this. Um, my car decided, hey, you know, I'm not going to work anymore. Um, my battery's just going to stop working. So I was like, okay, car. Okay, Betsy. That's what I call her. Um, we're not going to be big, big friends right now. This next week, we're going to be very upset with each other. I replaced the battery. That's $200 down the drain manually. I did it. Me, Let's go. Ethan Ungerbuehler did that. Uh, so I you're an uncertified financial planner and an uncertified mechanic. Oh yeah, baby. That's what we're trying to say here. It was actually just a flex. I actually have no more talking points. So uh, let's just move on to the next subject. You just want to talk about how you change your car battery. Psych. Yes, but no. See, this is the <laughs> point. The point is, I wasn't expecting a two hundred dollar, um, you know, expense. Turns out, it wasn't actually the car battery. It was the auxiliary battery. What in the world? Why does a car have two batteries? I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, we could go on about that, but we're going to stick to the financial side of this. So. Uh, excuse me. So, you know, I go to the dealership. I tell them exactly what's wrong. I tell them it needs a new starter or auxiliary battery, whatever you'd like to call it. And like, okay, well, we're going to, you know, check it. So then I get hit with a $200 fee for them checking it. I was like, I told you what's wrong. Oh, brother. That's now $400. Then cost- did your job for you. Why am I paying you? I know. I was like, I, I, yeah, I was like, never coming back here. First off, second off. It's like another two hundred dollars to fix the auxiliary battery. So I ended up spending like eight hundred bucks. <clears throat> I got reimbursed for by my parents, so that was nice. But the point is, that's an unexpected expense that happens to everyday Americans all the time. How are they going to afford it? Um, you know, I didn't. I, I did pay with my credit card, which we'll touch on in a little bit. I do not have that credit card because I couldn't afford the four hundred dollars or the eight hundred dollars. I paid with that credit card to build my credit score. Because I knew I had the money, so why not put a, a, a sizable amount like that on a credit card and just pay it later? Um, so, yeah, 
Um, but that's just, you know, unexpected expenses. That's something you can't budget. Um, so don't, you can't expect to budget. So it's something that you actually have to make like a category for while budgeting. Prepare for. Um, yeah, you have to somewhat prepare for unexpected um, expenses. So, Like savings or rainy day fund or whatever you want to call it or the or the um, the Jeep fund, right, for when your car breaks down. Yeah, um, the, uh, the Kia fund or the Sonata. Hyundai, yeah, you know. the, the Betsy fund, as we the like Betsy. to call it. Yeah, so that was a, a big kick in the tail. But the point is, you have to prepare for the unpreparable. It's a word. Yeah. Um, and there are so many ways to do that. I use Excel mm-hmm. um, in the Discord. Join the Discord, join the Discord, join the Discord. Link in the description, join the Discord. Um, I have a, a very just dry um budget i pre-made for everybody to use just download it put your money in and it calculates everything and it's all flexible and customizable so join the discord join the discord uh, um join that discord my boy but there's also um you know mint like we've talked about before or rocket mortgage just came out with the budgeting and true bill and there's all these different things that help you track spending and track earning um and the general idea is um, it's not budgeting isn't, oh, I make $150 a week. That's my budget. No, it's I make $150 a week. I'm going to save 50. I tithe 10%. Um, I invest this much and I have this much left to spend. So my budget for this week is 150 that you made. It's $40 that you're okay with losing. Definitely. Um just got to be prepared. That's just what it mm-hmm. is. You know, I'm in a fraternity. The dues are $600. I'm not preparing for, to pay that $600. I'll eventually be kicked out of the chapter for not having mm-hmm. that $600 turned in. Uh, that's not something I want to face. Um, it can be, you know, somewhat embarrassing when, you know, people around you are trying to pressure you into doing, paying for it. And you're, you know what I mean? So it's like, got to prepare because otherwise... It, it just feels like a stress. It feels like an unneeded, unwanted uh, liability that you have to pay for. And it's just not worth stress, especially if, if you can sit down for 30 minutes, and make a budget. A week. A week. It does not take time. Maximum 30, 30. I mean, I, I made a budget for this semester, next semester, and my summer. Uh, and it took me 30 minutes. And I have not touched it since I made it, other than to look at it. Um, so... It's it's kind of obviously everybody's going to do something different when it comes to budgeting. Mm-hmm. Maybe they maybe they don't budget, but they they have a savings account, and there's like if I go below this number, I'm going to have to slow down my spending. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just being prepared. You have to know how to use money. I, I, you know, me personally, if I go over budget, I'm heated. You know what I mean? Uh, as the VP of Finance for my fraternity, we went over budget for recruitment, and it made me very mad. I'll be honest. Um, especially by how much we went over. But the point is, you got to know how to stick to a budget. A lot of people don't. That's why we obviously went over budget. Um, think food, you know, stuff costs money. There is money involved in every transaction you make. And prices have gone up this year. So you have to be able to prepare for that. Little Caesars pizza, it's no longer $5 for a hot and ready pizza. It's about 6 to $7. Really? Um, 
I didn't know that. Uh, exactly. Uh, I, I learned that when we spent $400 on pizza for two nights instead of about $250. So, point is, point is, the only thing that I haven't seen go up in price recently is the Costco hot dog combo. Uh, <laughs> so, we, Bring it we there's still faith in, in the world um, it's at the moment. Possible. You know, we, it's recoverable. You know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse have not come yet. Um, and the stars have not fallen. So, still hope. Yeah. Hey, real quick, though, get this. So, this is somewhat, I guess you could use this if you're paying rent. Um, some people, their parents help, whatnot. Um, but if you're paying it for yourself, you should not be spending more than 33% of your monthly income on your shelter. Everybody feels like if they're, not, if they're living in a dump, they're a loser. People don't care. People do not no. care. You have to make sure what you're paying for makes sense. There's no reason why yeah. you should be paying, you know, more than a grand for an apartment if you're just by yourself. Like that doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense to me. Um, and you that's just how expensive make sure. my complex is for one person. It's like a thousand, over a thousand a month, not even counting utilities. So for where I'm living right now, which is a, a nice house, like a mile off campus. With three other guys, they're paying four twenty-five a month, and I'm paying three fifty a month uh, because I took the smallest room in the house. So let's go. Money moves, by the way. Uh, but the point is, it's not terribly expensive, um, especially if you're actually out in the job market making a, an annual salary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just got to look for better options uh, because, like I said, you should not be spending more than thirty-three percent of your money on yeah. shelter. So. And that's something you can budget for. You can put um, in your budget, hey, I want to dedicate 30% to rent. And then you don't, you aren't broke for your rent payments because you know how much you're expecting to pay. It's, it's so simple, but people, people complicated it because budget's a scary word to a lot of people. Understandable. If you're not familiar with finance and financial lingo, that's what your translators on this podcast are for. It's not as scary as it sounds and it will save you a lot of stress and money exactly exactly so i will tell you this got to uh there's a few things i want to say actually so we'll go with the first one that is i was watching a youtube video it said the lessons you learn earning your first ten thousand you know ten thousand is a little bit harder to earn than a thousand dollars especially with wages going up the past few years so the lessons you learn earning your first ten thousand dollars are the same ones you'll use earning your first a million dollars so and then obviously they're on so you know early on uh i can't tell you if i have ten thousand or not because that's personal uh but i will tell you this the lessons i've learned gaining you know just the the amount of years i've been in college the three summers that i've had to work in college I've learned many lessons of what not to do with my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and obviously from that, you learn what to do. Um, so, and I feel like that'll go on until, you know, I die. I'll, I'll do the same yeah. stuff and, and I'll keep learning, obviously, um, and, until I get to where I want to be, which is, you know, comfortable financial freedom, you know, comfortable living. Yeah. I could retire today and not worry, be covered yeah. for the rest of my life. That's, I think, what everybody's goal should be. Um once you do that you get to put your mind to stuff that you truly are passionate about it's not just a nine to five mm-hmm. um it's whatever you want it to be also the second thing 
got to save to protect your money, invest to grow your money, and then speculate to gamble your money. So I don't know if I want to really do the third part, uh, but you could say this. You could speculate to gamble your money. That could be the stock market or crypto for somebody. Uh, Invest to grow your money. That could be bonds or the stock market. And save to protect your money. That could be CDs. That could be savings accounts and whatnot. So, Good word. So... I think we uh, that's a good spot to transition over to credit for a little bit. Um, credit is not a free pass to spend as much as you want. It is basically um, borrowing money um, from a bank and then paying it back. And the quicker you pay it back, the less interest you accrue. Um, and it's not it's not an income. That's what a lot of people think. That is just extra money that they're allowed to spend, but your credit should not exceed your actual income. You know, mm-hmm, um, definitely. It's not your, your credit card max is not an extra balance. Like you have to repay it or it'll be more. <laughs> um, that's yeah. such a common misconception. 100%. So I opened up a credit card, I believe my senior year of high school. Um, if you can imagine, I got to design what it looked like and I put an American flag on there. Nice. Mine's a French bulldog. God bless America and French dogs. Um, French bulldogs. Um, (laughs) but point is I bought one or I didn't buy one, but I opened up a credit card not because, oh man, I'm hurting for money. Like I, I need to make more, like I need more money to spend. No, it was to build a credit score so I could one day buy a house for a cheaper mm-hmm. price in the long term. Uh, you know, my interest won't be so high if my credit score, I have more of a chance of being mm-hmm. approved for a better rate. Um, that's something that's valuable to me. So, you know, I started out, well, and another thing that caught my attention before opening one was you know, I tried to finance my car. I got declined because I had a zero credit score. Uh, and so that was not very cool to me. I, I didn't ever want to hear the words no again when it came to financial situations. Uh, so I, I told myself I'm going to open one of these, build up my credit score. And the, thing, the number one thing is I'm not using my credit card to pay for things because I don't have the money to pay for them. I'm using them. I, I only use my credit card when I have the money to pay for stuff I'm buying. Um, and that's because I know that I'll be able to pay it back. I never, never pay the minimum. I always pay every, the whole balance off, uh, typically before the due date, before, like basically right when it's available to be paid, I pay the entire thing off. I do not want to pay more than I actually pay. Do not want to pay interest. Um, that's something that's important to me. I'm about to cough. (coughs) Wow. I haven't talked that long in a minute. Like I said, I'm under the weather. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to keep coughing, bro. I'm dead. (coughs) We'll cut this out, obviously. Point is, I'm going to just keep coughing, actually, until your thing figures out. Um, Sound like you've been working in the coal mine, but that's okay. Yeah, you were Um, cut out for a while. I don't know when you got back. Oh, I was here the whole time. I heard every word. (laughs) Did you hear me coughing the whole time? Yes, yes. (laughs) And I I might just keep this in because that's kind of funny. 
Um, <laughs> it's still but, funny. But anyway, interest will kill you. You get credit score. Literally. Uh, so important. Interest is basically like the black mold in Ethan's lungs right now. Um, it's just going to corrode you and corrupt you. Um, and it sneaks up on you, just like just like coughing. I'm I'm barely alive right now. I'm about to start just coughing like, again. Just bro. like the asbestos <laughs> that is in your new house. That <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we're back and better than ever, baby. Let's go. So I don't really remember where we were because I was literally dying. So do remember this. That is interest is bad. Well, that, but also the last thing I remember talking about was the hot dog combo from uh, Costco. So that's been a minute, man. I know that's a, that, some I'm brain teasing. Yeah, I'm I'm teasing. Uh, real real thing is, only spend money that you actually can afford to spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should not be going. You know, if you have zero dollars in your bank account, you shouldn't be dropping fifteen hundred bucks with your credit card. It's just not smart because you're not yep. going to have fifteen hundred bucks by the time that bills due, uh, more than likely. So. Be smart, spend money that you do have, and budget the money that you take in. Uh, yes. And and don't just go willy-nilly with it, because that's not a good idea. So yeah. so lastly, well, well, I think we can end this on while you cough up some lungs. Um, my What I do for credit is, since I just got a credit card like two, three months ago, so my credit score is pretty stinky still, because um, it's new. And I've got to prove that I can uh, build it up. Um, but w- what I do um, is I find how much I can spend in a credit cycle. Mine's on the 22nd of every month. Figure out how much I'm going to make from one 22nd of the month to the next. And I usually put about 30% of that on credit. Um, just because I know that's manageable. Um, 30% of how much I've budgeted to spend. So not even 30% of how much I'm going to make. Um, just so I always am doing something on credit to build my score. Because um, credit score, to my understanding, um, I'm not a banking expert, but essentially it's how trustworthy you are to pay money back. And it's at 800, right? 800 uh, yes, it score. is. Yes, it mine's is. A, mine's a seven twelve. Last I checked, um, seven fifty eight hundred is usually the best bracket. Um, seven hundred seven fifty is really good. Six fifty to seven hundred is average. Um, but there's different breakdowns that people and lenders will judge um, how trustworthy you are to spend, and that's really what a credit score is. Yeah, and also just be careful. You you should not be looking up your credit score. Uh, you know, I get a monthly summary or a statement summary every month mm-hmm. where it tells me what my credit score is. That's okay. But when you're looking up the credit score, your credit score drops. Really? So I was I didn't at seven. Know that. Yeah, so I was at seven fifty one last month, and I'm now at seven forty five because, dude, I'm gonna literally start coughing it because. Um, <laughs> Now I'm at 745 because I checked it, um, not even thinking. I think it was totally on accident. So, like, I think I literally, like, looked up a pass report and it brought it up uh, and brought my score down. Also, I have the Discover It uh, student cash back. Uh, I think that is absolutely fine. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't matter what company it is, but if it's a cash back and they know you're a student, 
it's going to be more friendly. Like for my six month, my first six months having the credit card, I'd have to pay interest. So I could wait till the final day, pay the minimum amount. Um, I still did not do that, but I could have for the first six months. Um, yeah. Still continue to just pay it all off. But uh, anyway, yes. So it's important that you know how to use a credit card. Um, and you don't just go willy nilly like, oh, you know, I've, you know, my my balance went from five hundred to then a thousand. Now I can pay, I can spend fifteen hundred bucks uh, per cycle because they trust me, um, and that's because I wasn't spending all of it and not paying it off. Uh, that's something that's very important. Also, I'm gonna sneak this up on Garrett stock pick of the day. Yeah, I didn't have one until five minutes before. I'm going with Nike, baby. Uh, now, if you look at the chart, it was on August 26th at $113. It's now down to about 107 almost 100 pretty much 108 um, You know, maybe it's still overvalued. I think it's one that I wouldn't add to our portfolio, but it's one that I'm just going to be watching because anytime there's a big dip like that, it kind of mm. opens up a potential uh, rally for that individual stock. Um, I think it's actually because they missed earnings. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't know why it actually is. Uh, their earnings are coming up in September. I'm wrong. Uh, I don't remember exactly why um, it's down as much as it is. But the point is, I think it's good. It's got a low beta. It pretty much follows the market at uh, like a 1.2, 1.02 beta. Um, so that's my uh, last second stock of the stock pick of the day. Yes, I have also been busy and uh, not been super watching the stock market. But one, I actually had an alert on for this uh, before I started school because I really like it, is 3M, uh, ticker symbol MMM, just like the name. Um, it actually bottomed out, it hit a 52-week bottom today. Uh, it's not there at this moment. It didn't end there. But... Um, during the day, it hit its 52-week bottom. I I, I think, it, looking at the news, it looks like there's been some legal trouble. Um, maybe some bankruptcy talk that make people fear. Um, but I, I like it. It's got a good, decent dividend. It's got a good P-E ratio, 17. Definitely more towards growth. Um, solid positive earnings per share. Uh, I like it. Good market cap. But it is got it has been absolutely clobbered this year. And the past month has been tallywhacked. Um I still I like it. Um this is one I've been watching for a while. I put an alert when it was at 150 um to get alerted when it drops below 138 and it's at 125 now. So it's it's been it's been walloped. But I I still like it. I'm a big fan of 3M. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was $180 stock at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Now it's about 124. That's a pretty big discount. Um, and I mean, if it can help me with my coughing situation, as I'm holding back about 20 of them right now, mm-hmm. I think it's an absolute buy uh, for show. Sure. Yeah. Um, it looks like I didn't want to read and try and talk at the same time. But it's the EPA. Um, some of their, you know, sticky adhesive materials are not very environmentally friendly. Um, so it's it it happens. 
Uh, it'll get fixed. This is a strong company. Um, I like it. And I like Nike. Deal. Big Nike that's fan, how, actually. That's how we do, baby. Um, we just do it. So, um, as <laughs> nice. always, as we wrap up, as I recover from the death storm that I was just hit with the coughing. Your should have been Robitussin. Come on now. <laughs> oh, gosh, you're right. Or like CVS something. Uh, medical, like healthcare, probably like literally United Healthcare after I just pass away. Um, but yeah, as we wrap up. I'm the last will and testament. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't even know what you said. I'm so out of it right now. I mean, as we wrap up, I'm a, I'm hardly alive right now, I'll be honest. So, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah thank you for tuning in apologize for the later video than usual as you know semester starting rush week a lot of crazy stuff um the next week no idea what it'll be about but you know we're just gonna be translating finance and cutting up so it goes I mean, eat them off his lungs back I should and I mean as always like do what you pay for a free advice so just just mm. be be uh, aware that you need to do the research even though we do it for you um, you should probably do it on your own as well sure and uh, YouTube will be coming soon probably just going to make this but put it on video so it's easier to watch because I like video podcasts a lot more than audio personally but that'll be happening soon so yep. we will stay see tuned. you all next week stay tuned baby I can't be found, I'm way too high up off the ground